I'm Evelyn and I'm a geoholic. I never heard that. I never heard that. <laughs> Has that always been there? I guess. It's the oh. demon. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Here we are. Welcome back, Geoholics. Episode 181. 181, 181, believe it or not. Yes. Good to have you back, buddy. I missed hey, you last week. It is good to be back. And you've probably experienced a couple different dimensions between now and the last time I spoke uh, to you. You know, had a had a it was up in uh I was up in the gorge. Mm. It was in a, a town in kind of basically right in the middle of Washington. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever been to a concert at this place, but oh my gosh. I hear it's incredible. I mean, I sent you the picture, right? Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. unreal. The, the the location, the stage is like just tucked in the middle of this huge gorge, and you got the Columbia River going nice. through, and awesome, unbelievable place to see a show. And who did you see? Uh, the it's called the Dead and Company. Dead and Company. Uh, well, basically, what's left of the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. So uh, a whole lot of fun. It was the the, the last show is going to be in San Francisco, I think, next week or, oh, wow. or maybe it's going on now. But sure, this was like one. This is their last tour. So me and a couple of buddies flew to Seattle, rented an RV, <laughs> drove out there. <laughs> it was a whole lot of fun. I we're, we're probably lucky that you're sitting here right now. I <laughs> am glad that I am here. Let's just say there were some times where it was a little dicey, had some people falling out, but all in all, all good. All in all, very good stuff. Nobody died. That's all. That Nobody matters. died. All right. Um, so we're going to do things a little bit different. We've got a bunch of things going on with this episode. We do. Um, our guests are in Puerto Rico, and we're going to get them into the conversation here in just a second. But we also also have Rex Perry with us. Rex, real quick, say hello. Hello there. And if you remember, Rex has been on the show before. I don't remember which episode it was, but uh, Rex has a special interest in talking to our guests this evening because if you remember right, he is developing an app that is going to help... Um, what, what is it? Undeveloped, underdeveloped, developing countries, developing countries, yeah. digitize, digitize like their cadastres and stuff like that. I mean, there's, it's it's it's, once this thing gets off the ground, it's going to do amazing things. So uh, it's good to have you here this Thank evening you. as well. Appreciate you taking the time to join us. And uh, yeah, you want to tell us about that opening number real quick, Sean? Uh, yes, that was a band called Disturbed. Everyone's heard this song, Down With The Sickness. Down With The Sickness. Yes. <laughs> Disturbed is an American heavy metal band from Chicago, formed in 1994. The band includes vocalist David Draymond, guitarist, keyboardist Dan Droning. I don't know that guy. Bassist John Moyer and drummer Mike Wengren. With over 17 million records sold worldwide, six are IAA certifications for their albums, including five platinum for the sickness singles from all eight albums, reaching the top 10 of the mainstream rock chart, two Grammy award nominations disturbed ranks alongside slipknot and Godsmack as one of the most successful rock bands of the 21st century. Yeah. Uh, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not a huge fan. I don't dislike them. It's just you know, not it's, like on my rotating playlist. I don't think they're going to have long-term success, but I definitely like the song. Wait, it's pretty wait, cool. Wait a minute. I have six boys, and oh one boy. of my six boys love that song. Oh, oh really? Yeah. played it full <laughs> volume awesome. Saturday morning to wake everybody up. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's bringing back memories for you. That's great. Here we are in the Get Kids Into Survey studio this week. We are. Um, lots of exciting things happening with Get Kids Into Survey. Of course, if you don't know, that's Elaine Ball and her team's uh, effort. And she is just making such a huge impact that... Um, you just got to check them out. GetKidsInTheSurvey.com. Follow on all social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, Facebook, everywhere they uh, they have I have a platform. You got to follow them because they're doing some amazing things for promoting the survey profession. That is correct. They are. Good. Is that a problem? No. It's not a problem. Oh, I'm good. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> um, and other than that, Sean, are you prepared for the Airworks somewhat random trivia? Uh, I am. Good. Uh, this week I chose a little trivia nugget, uh, about summer. Uh, we're in Phoenix. It is summer. I I can't describe how hot it is right now. So, uh, just picked a couple of quick things. As soon as it pops up on my computer, I can be able to tell you. Uh, currently I think we're on the record of 110 degree days. So, uh, Based on that, I picked a couple of things. Did you know that the Eiffel Tower gains about six inches in height during the warmer summer months? Whoa, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, no comment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, July is the month uh, where, uh, so it, they say it's the deadliest or the, mo- the, 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 the worst time to go to the hospital. Because July is the month where the seasoned medical residents leave the hospital yeah. and the new ones come in. So they say death rates increase by 8 to 24% in July. So what does it say for my cousin whose husband just had brain surgery today? Oh boy. Probably Hang shouldn't choose there. July as the month to do that. <laughs> Thank God it came out okay. You're right. Uh, you know the term dog days of summer? Yeah. has actually nothing to do with uh, an animal. It's actually because dog is because the dog is part of the is the star from Cirrus who appears in July. Mm. So I mean not not, not the not you know your fuzzy animal but the yep. but the stars. And then uh, lastly, uh, summer is hot dog season. Oh. Uh, and believe it or not, they estimate that in America they eat twenty billion hot dogs from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And that equates to 70 hot dogs per person oh, per year. That's too much. I was going to say, I am probably single-handedly responsible for about 1,000 hot dogs. <laughs> well, I, I mean, could eat hot dogs every day, I swear. I mean, but 70, that means you're eating <laughs> 70 more than one a week. For a year? That's 70 per person per year. I don't know. I, don't, I honestly, as I much mean, as I like everybody, hot dogs. Every American <laughs> yeah. is responsible for 70, and apparently you eat most of them in the summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I love hot dogs, but I don't eat 70 a year. There's no way. Mm. No way. No way. Is that all you got? That's all I got. Well, that's good. Good stuff. Um, my Airworks random trivia quote this evening is the shortest one I could possibly find about Puerto Rico. Right? Okay. And uh, you're going to love this. Here's the quote. In Puerto Rico, we dance to everything. Ah, our yeah, guests are shaking, shaking their, their head. head. Yeah. <laughs> and that, of course, is our good friend, Bad Bunny. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yep. Interesting. Yeah, a little All Bad right. Bunny there for A little Bad you. Bunny quote. That's the first time we've ever mentioned put, Bad Bunny on the show. Put I can that assure on you the that. list. That's <laughs> awesome. All right, let's get our guests in here this evening. Uh, we have Ruth and Ruben, and I'm going to let them do some self-introductions here real quick. Uh, Ruth, I'm going to start with you. If you'd go first, just real quick, you know, your name and uh, who you work for, <laughs> yourself in this case. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just Ken. go ahead. Yep. 
Like you said, my name is Ruth, and I do work for myself. <laughs> I established our um, my own firm in 2019. Okay. Since then, we've been given um, professional service in Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Oh, okay, okay. And we also have Ruben. Ruben, go ahead. Yep. Uh, I've been. Uh, my name is Ruben. Like you said, uh, I quick. Uh, some something about myself. I was born in July, actually. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, good doctor. Thirty years and around five days ago. Um, yep. Happy belated so, birthday! Yeah, happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. I don't know what that means for me. About what you said about the doctors, no, but <laughs> you but, you're alive. I mean, it went well. Yeah, I mean, I'm alive. So yeah, it must have worked. Uh, and it's the medical yeah. students that yeah. are that are coming yeah. in. So you just got to worry about the, you know, not the big stuff. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I've been working with Ruth since uh, 2019. That's the year we met, actually. Okay. Uh, since we met, I just I discovered surveying, and I've been working with her ever since. And uh, uh, about I think it was uh, the start of last year, I actually decided that I was going to start studying, working towards uh, my degree in surveying, hopefully in the future to become a licensed surveyor. Mm. And you guys recently created a little surveyor, correct? <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. one year old. One year old. Congratulations. <laughs> nice. Hopefully she will become a, a surveyor. Yeah. Um, but... Anything that she chooses, it'll be fine. Yeah. We'll support her. As long as she's not an architect. Exactly. Oh, we're kidding. We're kidding. Oh, it's so funny. So I do have some interesting facts about Puerto Rico before we get into the meat of this. Okay. So real quick, this is the Trimble Pro Point segment of the show. Okay. Um, where recently we've had a couple different international surveyors on. So rather than using this as an icebreaker, I've used it as an opportunity to present some facts, little known facts, about these different countries. Okay. Um, so Puerto Rico is not a state, but a commonwealth within the United States. That's correct. All Puerto Rican residents receive birthright citizenship to the U of the USA. Mm -hmm. Puerto Rico is the world's oldest colony. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Um... Birth of the New World is a depiction of Christopher Columbus at the helm of his ship and is America's tallest statue. The statue is made of bronze and is 360 feet tall, making it more than 200 feet taller than the Statue of Liberty. Wow. Interesting. Okay. And last but not least, Islanders use the imperial as well as the metric system. Oh. So both? Both. <laughs> Wow. How yep. confusing is that, guys? No, that's. Can you imagine I wish we had all gone what that does to our job? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So, what, like for sur for surveying, are you surveying in imperial or metric or both? In the metric system, we do our job in the metric system. Yeah. But when you're going to explain it to your client, then you'll have to convert. Yeah, we we usually have to convert. Something. Yeah, because when you're talking with the clients, it's uh, even if it's an engineer or an architect. They normally understand you better in, uh, in feet, inches. So. Yep, yep, yep. And um, so you guys are you guys run this business together, correct? Do you have other employees, yep. or is it just the two of you? Yeah, yeah. We're currently we're eight uh, eight people at the office, including us two. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. And uh, what is it like? You know, like you know, being a, a couple as a team running a survey business. Talk about the uh, the pros and cons of that arrangement. Well, I can say um, 
I think the biggest con is uh, making sure that you separate your work-related conversations from your mm. family time. Yeah, that's got to be hard. Because since you go home with your co-worker, sometimes we're eating yes, dinner that. or watching a movie. And I'm like, did you make this phone call? Yeah. Did you receive this email? Oh, yeah. What are we going to do with this mistake that one of our technicians yeah. did? Yeah. Um, and that that is something that you need to focus on and try to not do it. Yeah, it's always I, hard at first. It comes with practice, I guess. Because mm -hmm. for the first year, I'd say, we started in June 2019. And uh, for that first year, it was that we you wouldn't see that separation especially because we started from our own home mm -hmm. uh we started working at home so uh it was hard to see that that separation between personal life and work life after that after that year we said like we have to we have to you know put a put a line set a boundary yeah uh, and i think the biggest pro to be working with my spouse is that I know that he is as committed as I am mm. to perform and to do a good job. Yep. And that that security that I have, knowing that if I'm absent and he's in charge, mm -hmm. he'll do a good job. That is something that you won't you won't have. Yeah. When when you do not work with somebody that you trust a hundred percent. Yeah, it's yeah. tough to find. Well, and he doesn't want to come home to an upset uh, boss. <laughs> That's right. Right? No. <laughs> no. No. No, I do not. Uh, how long ago? Do my job. How, how long ago right. did you guys start the the, the company? Two thousand nineteen. Okay. Four yeah. years. Yeah, it's four. Uh, it's about four years. And then, how uh, you mentioned you have some some technicians? How big is the group now? Uh, the two of us and six more. Yeah. So, but we have one. One is an administrative assistant. So, out of the eight that are in the office, seven of us are actually we. But one of them, he's a draft man. Oh yeah, one of the, one is a draft. But he's man. so good that he, that he sometimes he... goes out uh -huh. to the field and helps us. And nice. Uh, yeah. As a small as a small firm, yeah, it's all hands on deck all the sure. time. So. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a very common and phrase around the office. Do a little bit of everything. <laughs> yep. We don't know how. Technicians that they only stay at the office or that they only go to the field. They no. all have to learn oh. to to uh, draw and to go to the field and and to do some administrative um, tasks too. Yeah, we try to teach all of them. Well, that's kind of the philosophy. Uh, we try to teach them all how to talk with the clients, mm. how to how to become a surveyor. Yep. A me, true surveyor. Let me ask you some historical questions about Puerto Rico. Uh, uh -oh. Are you guys, <laughs> describe a digitized, are you guys digitized, are a lot of the findings, your your landmarks, your longitude, latitudes, are those in the in the space someplace, or is it all still on paper? Describe that for us. When you say uh, the digitized, you mean the plats? Yeah, the plats. Are they accessible via the internet, or a lot of countries are still, to access some of the surveys, you still have to go to the repository and check them out uh, on paper. Are you guys digitized yeah. there? Well, since 2015, um, they passed a law that says that all new plats need to be presented <coughs> and digitized, right? Okay. But 
everything before that, you need to go uh, to the property registry yes. or whatever in or person yeah. to go search for it. Is that public? right now? There's a project. I'm sorry. To, yeah, the, right now, there's a project where they hire a company that is digitizing all those old flats. Ah, yeah. excellent. Excellent. That's why we're having issues when we need to do a, a boundary survey and you go to the property registry and they say, oh, we don't have it. They, they took, took it. it to digitize. Ah, and yeah. we don't know when it's going to be we got. Interesting. Mm. So. Yeah. And, and in how many counties, how many municipalities are on the island there? Of 78. 78. <laughs> right. yeah, I Googled that. And I can you explain wow. that? Can you can you explain <laughs> why is we that? Because that's those well, are those are uh, seventy eight different organizations with different records. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, but, the the reason why that happened is because since our topography is so uh, difficult, um, yeah. first we were part of Spain um, before the U.S. invited us in eighteen ninety eight. So when we were part of Spain everywhere where they were able to establish like a small community because of the of the topography and the lack of roads they established like a town there yep. so once people feel identified with that town then yeah. it became a municipality yeah mm-hmm. the last time that a municipality was created was in this 60s or 70s, so yeah. not that long ago it's not that long ago. but that was for political reasons yeah <laughs> The Spaniards, every when they, like Ruth said, they got to a space where they said, "This is this this is a space good enough to establish a town." So they 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 built a plaza. They built the plaza. They built the church. They built the mm. the, 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 the school. The school and mm-hmm. uh, whether forget what it's called in Spanish, alcaldía. Yeah, um, the the the, well, the mayor's office. office. Yeah, mm-hmm. the mayor's office. Mm-hmm. Now, has anybody, That's how it became a town. Has anybody <laughs> ever discussed combining or does that create red tape for you guys when you try to do a survey? Does um, that cause difficulty barriers or no? What? What do you mean red tape? Yeah. Like hurdles? You mean when there's bureaucracy yeah. in the offices? Yeah, that's Sometimes. Um, not always. Um, yeah, that's not really because... Every the the property registry is divided by regions. Okay. Um. Not not every. Not there aren't seventy eight property registry offices. Okay. Oh, so, okay. That's what, that was where we going. At least it's not. So it, it's um. I don't I forget how many regions there are. Uh-huh. But there there aren't seventy eight re, uh, property registry offices. Uh-huh. So at least. It, it's not that divided. Everything's not that divided. So, and can anybody hold title, uh, gringos, if they come and yeah. buy land and property, they get to hold title, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Titles are more simple here than in the U.S. I remember when I used to work in Texas, somebody could own the underground rights. Yes. Another person mm. could own the the land and then another person could own the the building mm-hmm. but here you do not have those underground rights so if you oh. own the property surface rights only surface rights yeah they don't have yep. how <laughs> interesting if you own this property you own all the rights down and up okay yeah, on the island it's more yeah. simple how are properties described there is there what's what's the basis for the cadaster is it a sectionalized land thing is it a meets and bounds yeah. Combination no, of the two meets and bounds. Meets and bounds. Okay. Meets and bounds. It's meets and bounds. 
it's needs some bounce but um the property description mm-hmm. in the deeds are not written by surveyors yeah Ooh, that's nine good. out of ten yeah. are written by the attorneys yeah. Oh. So that means who think they're surveyors? Of yeah. course, yeah, yeah they're smart yeah, enough. Yeah. <laughs> that that means that most property descriptions goes like this: uh, a lot of land of one acre. Just to say, one a unit that you um, know yeah. uh, that you're familiar with, but because mostly here it's cuerdas, it's mm. almost an acre. Yeah. We'll say a lot of land of one acre. Um, Adjoining by the north, in the north side with Kent. Kevin, with Kent, in the south side with, with. Ruben, in the east side <laughs> oh, with Oh, goodness. Yep, that's it. That's horrible. With Maria. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's horrible. Okay, now this is, sometimes, this is important, guys. Everybody can make note of this. Sometimes the good ones, they sometimes have distances, but they not barren. They don't oh. have bearings. They say on the, the north side in a yeah in a distance of twenty meters with Kent on the east side on the south side in the distance of twenty meters with Ruben. That oh. but that's it. How do you so how do you survey that? Yeah. How, do you, how do you survey that? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> that's, that's why we should charge more. Well, of course, we need the plaque. Mm-hmm. That the first plot that created that love, yeah. but sometimes it didn't even exist. Mm. Yeah. And if it did exist, you have to see who has it. Yeah, sometimes you you can't find it. Because, adding to that point, uh, still to this day, I believe, right? It's not you're not obligated when you go to register a title or an or a deed mm-hmm. on the property registry. The lawyer is not obligated to. To take the plat and register the plat. Oh, oh and the property registry okay. is not obligated to file it either. Yeah. So p- part of the work that I'm trying to do is to try to help developing countries understand that once, if they can get to some stabilized situation where these records are public, they're accurate and digitized, the whole country will stabilize because now mm-hmm. you know who owns what. And who's paying the property taxes? So that leads me to the next question is, how do your property taxes work if, you're, if your legal descriptions are so vague? How do they, how do they collect property taxes? Because the government, they want to charge the property tax, and they, they do not care if they charge it to Ruben or Ruth. Yep. They just want to charge it. Yep. So they don't so care about accuracy. Exactly. So no. if you go online and you go to our digital cadaster, you're going to see that most property lines shown in that cadaster are not accurate. Mm-hmm. They're not they survey not, lines. No. They're they, not, it's, it's like, like they a GIS type thing, on, right? Like GIS. Uh-huh. It's, it's a GIS, a survey, but it right? is yeah. it's not based <laughs> not on... even that good. It's not yeah. based on surveys right. performed by no. surveyors. Not, not, not most of them, at least. Some of them are, because uh, in the newer cases, uh, if, uh, if I'm going to buy... Ruth's property, um, for example, I get it surveyed. I buy the property, get it surveyed, and I go to the to the cadaster and present the plat, so that they can. For example, if if when it, when it, I get it surveyed, the cadaster said that I own an acre, but when I get it surveyed, I own half an acre actually. Mm. It's half an acre, 
So I, I go to the cadaster, just to say an example, I just go to the cadaster so that I I pay less. Yeah. Sometimes it's the other way around, but sure. you get the but, idea. But that's for the new transactions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Somebody who who has never uh, taken the property to the tax um, agency, then the tax agency, they do not know who owns that land or, or where the property line is. But they're going to charge it to whoever is, you know, whoever they can find. So that, that's why they don't, they do not care if the property line between us is correct. Mm. They're going to charge mm. it. But they're, they're, they're working. They're actually... They're trying to do... They're trying to figure out the correct person to charge Assess. the... Yeah, because <laughs> right now there's a project where the cadaster is communicating with uh, all the other offices for uh, the energy power authority mm. and uh, the water authorities. And they're trying to figure out who the owner, who's actually paying for the water, who's paying for the electricity and who's paying for the for that property. Mm. So they're going to send them a letter and say, oh, you owe this amount of money. Yeah. And that's and now that's a new project. That's it's like an, a, an assessment. Yes. Right? It's an assessment. Assessor. Yeah. And, and, and this is the is this is the essence of surveying is to be able to have maps and accurate records of the dimensions and who holds title yeah. and are they yeah. paying their property taxes? Because that goes to roads and bridges and police and the government. It is uh, property taxes, the most stable form of revenue collection. And most developing countries don't have it. Yep. And therefore the surveyors are a hidden key to the solution of, of the problem, but nobody's talking about it except geologics. You got it. <laughs> well, let's I get the word. I didn't know, didn't, did you know that Kent, that your profession is the, is the key is the key it's to the key. collecting taxes. Ultimately. <laughs> yes. Property and, taxes. And, and in these developing countries where a surveyor is badly needed, needed, Somebody's got to pay for that surveyor's time. Yeah. Well, we we, we jumped we jumped right into some of this. I yeah. want to, if you guys mind, I want to take a little bit of a step back. And can you tell me how did the company start? What's yeah. the name? How did you decide to start a survey company? And tell me a little bit about, or tell us a little bit about the evolution. Yeah. And then when did you hook up with with this guy Yahoo <laughs> beside you? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Well, he was my inspiration. Oh, no, nice. Okay. She's too modest. Right. No, she's. <laughs> Well, I had been working in surveying for a couple of years, and um, I was a project manager at the firm, at the surveying firm, and I noticed how the shortage of surveyors was affecting the infrastructure development in Puerto Rico. And also, I saw that there was a need for surveyors who would perform a great job and and comply with geospatial standards and 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 do an excellent job so when i met him he said hey you have the potential to establish your own firm and she i was, took a leap of faith she was she wait was on him or the company or both <laughs> a leap of faith with him. <laughs> yeah both, both. <laughs> both both right right That's awesome. um, no but she's she's being too modest as always she was a project manager. I'm gonna, if you're not going to tell it right, then I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean, go, go ahead, Ruben. Come on, Ruben. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it like it is. Uh, she was a project manager at a survey firm. And uh, basically, she was running the whole surveying side of the company. Because uh, the company was owned by an engineer who was 
who was an engineer and also a surveyor. So um, she was basically doing four people, the, the job of four people. And so I told her, like, like she said, you're seeing this need. You're seeing this need of, of infrastructure development. Like, why not just, if you're doing it, want to do it for yourself. Want to do it for your own time, right? And that, that, that's what I just kept telling her. And she she just said, like, okay, I'm going to do it. And we just started. Uh, I told her, like, I, I'm, I'm going to help you with it. At that time, I was working uh, with my father. He he owns a clinical laboratory. Um, I was actually studying. Uh, my university side of things, my university career has... I changed university like two times, three, <laughs> if you count the unit where I'm studying right now. I started studying uh, medicine, biology, because I thought I was going to be a doctor. Then I, I changed, I, after three years, I just like, I said, no, this isn't for me. So my father kind of <laughs> talked with me and said, oh, I own a business. Why don't mm. you come work with me and study what medical technology, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I gave that a chance. Uh, studied about two and a half years of that. I just well, was honest to him and I just told him like I can't do that I, I can't do it I don't love it I, yeah. I'm not gonna do something that I don't love because I'm not the type of person to stay eight work eight hours in just surrounded by four walls right. I just sure I go crazy and I can't do the same thing every day either I just go crazy um she always say that I am I have undiagnosed ADHD <laughs> <laughs> So I wish can't. I might. Ditto. <laughs> Actually, might, very so. well diagnosed, though, right? <laughs> yeah. So I just, at that moment, um, she was thinking of changing, of changing work, right? Work life. I was like, well, I need to change as well. Um, I like, I, 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 we talked a lot about what surveying is because before I met her, I had never actually even heard about surveying yeah. as most people, right? Yeah. Um, so she started talking to me about surveying. I was like, I like that. It's kind of interesting, right? If you decide to start a company, I actually told her, why don't you bring me with you to one of your jobs? <laughs> and I went and I liked it. And I told like, let's just do this. I'm going to help you with That's everything awesome. I can. I'm learn everything I can. Let's, let's do this because... Since my father owned the company, um, uh, I always like to, you know, say that I brought a little bit to the table, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I knew a little bit about how to manage finances and um, mm. how to mm -hmm. work with uh, the, the uh, office administration side of things. So I tried to help her with that. That but was. really, she just, she did everything. I mean, <laughs> when I was going to register the corporation, I asked a couple of colleagues, like, how can I choose a name? Mm. And how do you choose the corporation yeah. name? Yeah. yeah. And they say, Ruth, you need to use your name. Yeah. Because if you don't know use your name, nobody's going to hire you. The only yeah. reason why they will hire you is because you're Ruth. Yeah. Because yeah. you have a reputation that you do a good job. Yeah. It, so that's why I use my and my what is the name. what's the full name of the company? What is the full name? Oh, it's very it's long. pretty long name. Oh my! It's Ruth Trujillo Rodriguez, Professional Land Surveyors, PSC. There oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. So Ruth, I want so once I once I have my clients like 
very well established. I'm going to change the name. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to put the spotlight on you uh, for a little bit longer, Ruth. First of all, we know that there are not a lot of females in the survey profession, um, let alone females that own survey companies. You're in a very small minority of folks that mm-hmm. that are doing that. Um, talk about that just a little bit. I mean, it's, it's that's that's a big thing. It's a big thing. It's a big thing for you know a female to become a, a professional surveyor and to own their own business. I mean, that takes a lot of courage. And co- yes, congratulations, by the way. That's really awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And um, like like we said, we established the firm in 2019. And if you remember, the pandemic started early 2020. Oh, yeah. Perfect timing. (laughs) But when you're surveying, you're distancing. So you're You're essential. You're essential. They said nobody's going to go out. Oh, my It was for how many months? Like six months or something? It it was longer than in the States. Wow. Oh, my. So it was very scary. Sure, <laughs> survived. Because I started the company with like four hundred dollars in my bank account. Oh man, good for you. And and I and I needed to um, to find new clients. I didn't steal any clients from my former employer. You <laughs> yeah. know, yeah. I needed to build my new um, base of clients. So when everything was shut down for so many months, we were like, "What are we gonna do?" But once they allowed us to to go back to work again. He was working hard um, 24-7. And once you do a good job, that person's going to refer you to another and to another. Yep. And at first, all the boundary service that we did were um, neighbors um, arguing about the boundary. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Conflicts boundaries between disputes. individuals. Yep. But right now... Most of our clients are engineers, architects, the government, and this year we sign a contract with the uh, Corps of Engineers. Mm. Oh, nice! Yeah, Yeah, that's big. We're very happy um, to be one of the top firms in Puerto Rico. Yeah, that was a goal that since she started. Yeah, since she started, because actually when she where she was working, she had that experience and Uh she loved it. Yeah. So when she started her company, she said. Sooner or later, they're going to call and mm. we're going to they're, they're yeah. gonna choose yep. us. Let me yep. The first time that I answered a solicitation, I was like, I'm just going to still answer it so they'll know that I'm here, that I yeah. exist. Yep. But then everything kept you know, snowballing, basically. Yeah. Sure. And they yep. chose us. Did she Out say- of three firms or five? I don't remember. Out of, it was like six, I think. Wow. Did you say Army Corps of Engineers? Yeah. Army Corps of Engineers. Yeah. Yeah. That is... Yeah, a huge. major, yeah, major accomplishment. Massive. Great. I am so excited to talk about Carlson Software. Founded in 1983, Carlson Software specializes in CAD design software, field data collection, and machine control products for the land surveying, civil engineering, construction, and mining industries worldwide, providing one source technology solutions from data collection to design to construction. Oh, yeah. Carlson Software's renowned dedication to customer service is unique in the industry. Their software suite is designed to complement land surveying operations and provides a variety of survey features to process data from surface modeling to least squares network adjustment. Users work seamlessly between the office and the field by utilizing company-wide design styles for ease of use and efficiency. And I can say I have personally been using 
Carlson since 1991. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 1991? Yes. How is that possible? Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, that's for sure. But back in 1991, when I was introduced to Carlson, it was very apparent to me that their software products simply think like a surveyor. It's so easy to use. Their customer service is second to none. And uh, I actually went to Maysville, Kentucky for some training and played golf with Bruce and, uh, and his brother. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Nicest human beings on the planet. Um, highly recommend Carlson. To find out more, simply go to carlsonsw.com. Be sure to let them know the Geoholic sent you. Ruben, I think you mentioned um, in your bio, I mean, obviously Puerto Rico is a beautiful place to live. The weather is yeah. like perfect all year long. Gorgeous. Yep. Um, but you have hurricanes. Yeah. Right? Unfortunately. And uh, did you mentioned it can't all be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I think you mentioned that you guys have done like, I don't know, maybe three or 400 house surveys um, after the hurricane, the la la yeah. latest hurricane. Yeah. Um, I, I did a like a over the top count uh, is like 350 or something. Uh, it's, it's still an ongoing contract that mm -hmm. uh, we had the, the honor and the blessing to be mm -hmm. chosen as one of the firms that we, we've done since the Hurricane Maria, so many houses were destroyed. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you, there are still, you can check on the, was it NOAA, right? They flew over the top, over the island. Mm -hmm. um, and you could see so many houses with the, the blue tops. Mm. The, the, oh, yeah, the tarps. The tarps, yeah. the, tarps the blue tarps. And uh, a lot of those houses, people applied to government funding for help to rebuild their houses. And so we've been working with uh, engineering firms and uh, contractors to provide the survey aspect. Mm. And the pre-construction survey for the engineers yeah. and the architects to design the new houses. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. We've also done some stakeouts for the new houses mm. as well. And when so you, it's been really rewarding. Yeah. And when you do that, you upload it digitally. So it's helping create this digital, uh, no? No, no, because no? they are not boundary surveys. You're opening oh, a can yeah. of worms. Uh, yeah, opening yeah. a can of worms. Back to the issue. <laughs> oh, you're and not I'm doing. I'm going to explain you why. Okay, please. Yeah. In Puerto Rico, all land is owned by somebody. Yeah, it's not. You know how hmm. some some developing countries they go and they occupy a line and now it's their land because it was nobody's land. Mm -hmm. You don't have that here. Every single house that you see, the land is owned by somebody. It's usually a, a family farm, you know? We, the first owner was her grandparents, yeah. you know? And the whole family kept uh, building houses in that farm. And now there's like 10, 12 houses in the same farm. You with see? no with been... no individual boundaries with no exactly it has oh. never been subdivided yeah. oh yeah but the land is owned by somebody you know by a family mm -hmm. and they so all if, get if together let's say and they, that they all pay the property taxes they do also. let's say if one of those houses was destroyed by the hurricane they apply for funding we're gonna do an aspidon topographic survey of that house mm. because they're gonna rebuild they're gonna build the new house in the same spot but not the but whole but i cannot perform a boundary survey because the farm may be 50 acres mm. 
See, they, they still don't have a title for their law. And that 50 acres may have a survey and it may not. Is that what you're saying? It may. Exactly. Oh, see, this yes. is this is the issue. Mm. This is why we need surveyors all over the world to to nail this down. Because, by the way, without knowing those boundaries, you don't know how many acres or hectares. You don't know how many mm-hmm. dollars per hectare you owe. How can you assess property taxes yep. if you don't it's know what's your boundary? It's yeah. a guess. Yeah, so this is this is the essential goal of of the smartphone app that I'm developing, is to put use a very rough longitude latitude GPS Google Maps basically from your phone to get a marker to get a starting point and then just start doing rough data entry of who owns it, birth certificates, identity, and start uploading this information so that people can get stability in right. financing how, how can you finance something when you don't know what the boundary is you know you it's don't. a great question can you security yeah sure. and how, how do you how do you, it. how do you insure it for future hurricanes if you don't know exactly where the boundaries mm-hmm. are so insurance banking title insurance survey engineering architecture everything is tied and the surveyors are the first step they yeah. are they are, that, that's why you're so hey, important. You're preaching to the choir, buddy. <laughs> we got to get the word out. We have got to get the word out. <laughs> I'm curious, um, like, what are, how old are, like, some of the oldest surveyors? Like, what's yeah. the oldest survey marker you've found? Yeah, you guys got to go back to 18-something or more. Well, I think the oldest monument that we have seen was in El Junque National Forest. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it was more than 100 years old. Wow, sure. Yeah. That monument. It yeah. didn't have the name of a surveyor who built it, but I think that's the oldest. And the people that don't understand these surveys are part of the history and they're important yeah. part. Mm-hmm. I was a title officer in Utah County while I went to BYU mm-hmm. and I would go into the county courthouse and they had these huge abstract books from the 1800s and we would open them up and they had chains and links yep. and rods. Yeah, probably very few people know what this is. That's how they surveyed originally. <laughs> and they said, yeah. and, the, and the starting point was this boulder next to the river. Yep. That was the monument. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. guys, yeah. this is this yep. is crazy. And now we have this technology in these little tiny phones where you can pick up a longitude latitude that's relatively accurate. Yep. Yep. Rex, I think we need to make you an honorary surveyor. <laughs> I right. want to help. Right. I want to help. <laughs> we want to like make it. this happen. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, uh, all right. I want to okay. circle back. Go. Um, okay. So awesome stuff. Got the company started. And then, you know, the thing happens. You get the magic contract that you've been waiting for. Now, let me guess. It's you and Ruben. And you, <laughs> you got way more work than you need than you than you can possibly do. Talk about how you how you acquire people, how you train. I mean, one big common theme on this show is getting people interested in the business, the the lack of surveyors to hire, and how and how that process goes. Talk a little bit about how you've been successful in in building a team and some of the struggles that go along with it. Most of them are students. Yeah. Right? Oh wow. Yeah. That's Tell good. them how we we get them. To- in love in surveying how some of them were studying <laughs> oh I'm, I'm dying yeah, to know actually um we the reason the most recent case uh he was in uh, he was an intern he uh, as part of a school program he was in uh his last year 12th grade right in high school in high school oh wow. so okay the second semester of high school uh he's uh, they set up a like a an internship program where they go and work in a office work it's most it's mostly supposed to be office work right so we applied 
and they they told us yeah we're gonna send you a student they sent us two students they they interviewed them all one of them he the one that we chose he was he wanted to be a history teacher mm. a history teacher and he wanted to also study i think it was archaeology or something like that and i told him you're gonna uh, see you're gonna uh, fall yeah. in love with <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. It's so one of those professions science, that's close, it's, right? It's kind of like archaeology. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're digging the up history. We took him to the National Archives. Yeah. Oh, cool. To go look for a plot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, that's name. genius. That, that was yeah. around the time where we were doing that survey on Culebra, and that, that's one of the. I think it's the oldest plot we've seen. It was, it was from the, 1800s. From 1887. 1887, guys. It's awesome. A plot of the whole sub. How Culebra Island, the whole island was subdivided uh, f- for the first time for mm-hmm. and it's an amazing plat and uh it's it's still very accurate to this day yep. actually wow um yeah and he changed his idea of yeah. what he wanted to become he went with, <laughs> he went to the yeah. field one time and when he came by he was like I want to study surveying. Oh, ah, that's awesome. That's awesome. He's already enrolled. <laughs> he's, he's enrolled. With, an, with the other, with two other technicians. One of them was studying to become an engineer, a civil engineer. Yeah. And when he started working with us, he completely fell in love with surveying. And he's almost going to graduate from yeah. surveying. He's on his last trimester now, mm. and he's going to graduate soon. Yeah. And the other one was studying electrical engineer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, Sean probably won't admit it, but if he had to do it all over again, he'd probably be a Lance Rare. <laughs> mm. I mean, it is an exciting career. <laughs> well, you're out in the beautiful. You get to go out in the you air. You go anywhere. You, you go know, anywhere in the world. You go, yeah, yeah, you don't have to. I mean, hey, ge- geotech engineers can get outside too, guys. Just just, just yeah, throw that out there. There's some parallels. <laughs> no doubt about it. So how, do you guys struggle with the shortage, though? Is there is it hard to find good, oh. good people? It is. Um yeah. The struggle, it's its the same everywhere. And this is something we mm-hmm. talked about in Canada. Can't, uh, it's the same. We, it's the same everywhere. There's a shortage of surveying, not only surveying, every single every single career. They're, they're needing more people. And it's, for some reason, they're not finding enough people, right? Uh, but we've been, I guess we've been lucky in, a, in the sense that we've found really, really good people that work with us, that understand how we work. And they really want to learn how to survey and how to become a, sur- a surveyor because it's not the same. It's not working surveying and wanting to become a surveyor. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not the same. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't true. all. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't go hand in hand. It, it should, but sometimes it's just in there for just it's just nine to five and it's just go through the motions, right? Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily interested in becoming a surveyor. That's why we're gonna com- we try to convince them that they can change the world. Absolutely, every longitude, latitude, every yeah. monument becomes mm-hmm. a marker that can be passed on for generations. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I I I have a quick question: Is there an association of a surveyors in Puerto Rico? Do you have uh, business yeah. associations? And do you gather? Do you have meetings? There are two. Yeah, two different. There are two. Yes, because by law you need to be you need to be part of a professional college and in engineers mm-hmm. of land. And I'm sorry, by law <laughs> you need DP, you need to be a member of the professional college of engineers and land surveyors of Puerto Rico. Okay. Because okay. they are the ones that um, they have a tribunal. 
regulations. They are in charge of yeah. making sure that people do not perform engineer or land surveying illegally. Gotcha. Yeah. Without, without license. Without, without license. license. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that one's. If you if you want to be a professional land surveyor, you need to be a member of the professional college. Yeah. And, and there's also a voluntary association, a voluntary association which is called the Association of Land Surveyors in Puerto Rico. Mm. And sometimes you know, uh, they share a common goal. goal. Mm. Sometimes they don't. And That's why they both exist. Yeah. yeah. We're we're members of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not a member of the college since you can only become a member. The, she's a board member of the Institute of Land Surveyors, which is the body that the association inside of the College of of Engineers and Surveyors that, mm -hmm. that represents surveying. Uh, I'm a member of the of a, a board member for the Association of Land Surveyors, but since I'm not a LSIT or a PS, I, I can't become a member of the College of right. Engineers gotcha. and Surveyors. Yep. Interesting. Um, so I am a member, like I said, of the Association of Land Surveyors, a board member, and the Association of Land mm. Surveyors is also trying to more and more involve businesses, the business side. Okay, that's represent where I was going to go. The, yeah. the industry. Yeah. Do they have yeah. title insurance? Because when I was a title officer, we involved surveyors a lot. Oh, yeah. Because when there was a legal dispute, the title insurance. Tell me about title insurance. Do they have title insurance there on the island? Yes, they do. Yeah. So and you, you are do, they associated? Uh, yeah, you do ALTA surveys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we okay. do. Okay, that's very interesting. interesting. And, and so, see, when you guys talk about funding, because it's all about the money, guys, right? Let's be honest. The title insurance industry, I used to be a title officer, they've got deep pockets. And if they understood that by supporting the development of the surveying industry and doing it island-wide, it would help bring more business to them, to everybody wins. There's no losers when we start focusing down on these boundaries. Nobody loses. Yep. And it all gets cleaned up and cleared up. The government wins. They collect more property taxes. Everybody wins. Everybody. Yeah. Yep. So we got to do it. <clears throat> I love the folks at Bad Elf. Bad Elf GNS receivers deliver affordable accuracy through easy-to-use hardware supported by continuously evolving firmware, apps, and cloud services. Founded in 2010, Bad Elf created the first made-for-iOS external GPS accessory and now enables high-performance location services for all mobile platforms. Man, that's amazing. Did you also know that all of your new GNSS receivers can be accurate, affordable, and flexible? The Bad Elf Flex offers a trailblazing survey-grade receiver that delivers consistent accuracy at a highly affordable price. I'm going to stress affordable price. Yeah. You got to check it out. Many people think companies go into business to create products and services, but at Bad Elf, they strive to create loyal customers. To find out more, simply go to badelf.com and let them know that Geoholics sent you for the baddest discounts available. Um, so tell me, is land surveying, would you consider it a respected profession in Puerto Rico? Hmm. That's a, it's a of trick a, question. That's a trick question. <laughs> no. Because by law, we are in the same answer. standing as engineers and architects. Yep. But even our colleagues, they do not, most of them, yep. or some of them, do not see it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yep. Same issues you, all over the country. Yeah. Yep. Same and, uh, issues. There's got to be a way to bring this to the forefront. People understand how important this industry is. Mm. It, it's got to, yeah. we got to get the word out. Some islands are very important because you have a perspective. Yeah. 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 Sure. You have you have you have to have a bachelor degree in land uh, surveying. Okay. Yeah, that was one of our questions. Yeah. Uh, is and there is there a program that offers a bachelor's degree in land surveying in Puerto Rico? Yeah, there's you have two universities. Two. Uh, there's a private university, which is hmm. the one where I graduated, Polytechnic University of Puerto Rico, and then the public university, in the, the state, yeah, state university, the state oh. university. In Mayagüez, it's in the west coast of the island. So in, in yeah. Ruben's so case, two options. Yeah, that's that's awesome. But in Ruben's case, what will it take for you to become a licensed surveyor? I have to finish my bachelor's degree. Okay. Um, after I finish my bachelor's degree, I can take the LSIT, yeah. the NCWS LSIT okay. uh, FS exam, right? Yep. Uh, get my LSIT. After that, I have to certify two years of working uh, under a license, the supervision, the direct supervision of a licensed surveyor. I think you got that taken care of. Uh, Well, I I smell a conflict of interest (laughs) here, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) But the thing is, um, I can't certify it retro... retroactive. Uh, Yeah, okay. It's the two years start when I pass my FS. Mm -hmm. Not when you pass it, when you register it with the Ah, state. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, after those, after I certify those, I can take the PS exam right after I take the FS, uh, but after I pass the FS exam, mm-hmm. but even if I pass it, I still have to wait those two years in order to get my p- professional license. So, okay. and then you become a professional surveyor and yep. you have to pay your fees every year to be mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. of the college. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. So it's that... not easy to become a surveyor. No, in no, no. But no. you, but, uh, but in the context, uh, we're in Arizona, and in the state, there is not a <laughs> not a university that no. re- that provides a a four year surveying bachelor's degree. There's not, and you guys have and you two. have to have a, yeah. You need a bachelor's degree in Arizona. You do not, no. not currently, but they're no. there. It's proposed that they are going to require that, even though the state doesn't offer that program. Yeah, which is kind of wild It'd for be us. Stupid if that happened. Yeah, let's just I'm get the curious. kids interested and get them in there. We, I know she does too. We like to take the opportunity whenever someone asks us, like, oh, when they see us on the street or something, what are you doing? What are you, are you serving? Like, yes, I'm serving. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions? Or what, do, you, do, do you want to know something about serving? Maybe they come to you like, oh, maybe I, I think I need to have my property surveyed. And I said, yeah, just give us a call. We can, we, we can answer all the questions, consultations, whatever you need. Yeah. And that's also a way that we try to speak about the importance of surveying. And yeah, social media has been yeah. very helpful too. Oh yeah. Because since I'm very vocal about uh, how women in science in general, mm-hmm. how we can thrive, you know, um, it's it's very common for girls to to send me a message and say, "Hey, I'm struggling to what I'm gonna study, or I'm studying something that my parents told me." To study and I don't like it. Yeah. What can I do? Do you have any um, recommendations? And and it's it's fulfilling. Oh God. yeah, for, for me, sure. Uh, to become an example for for yeah. a, a young girl. Yeah. Oh, that's that's so a lot rewarding. of them actually. I, a lot of them write her and thank mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. just yeah. just for the fact that she is an inspiration to a lot of girls. 
Yeah, and I'm that, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, kudos to you for that. I'm curious, is it like, you know, I don't know, historically surveyors are not really good business people. And <laughs> as a result, you know, they tend to undercharge for their services. Do you guys yeah. struggle with that there? I mean, is what's the competition like? Yes, definitely. Um, I think one of the difficulties that we encounter is with people who illegally perform surveying. And when I say legally, yeah. it's because they don't have a license. Yeah. Because even if you have 10 years of experience, and even if you have a bachelor degree in surveying, if you don't have your license, you're doing something illegal. It's punishable by law. And since they don't have a license, they charge less than we charge. Because I have so many things to pay. I have professional liability to pay. I have an office. You know, I have a lot of... My overhead is different from what they have. Mm -hmm. So if an engineer needs to take out a property or a building that they're going to build, and I say, well, I can charge you six six fifty, and this person say, I'll do it full half. Yeah. Who do you think they're gonna hire? Uh, Even if they so don't have a license. Now here in the United so States, uh, when when you do a survey, and you're going to record that information, they they won't let you put that into the public domain without having checked your background, right, Kent? Um, How does that work? Unfortunately, no. I mean, in, in some states, like I can tell you, like, for example, in California, okay. like to get something recorded in California, yeah. you got to jump through a lot of hoops to get yeah. it recorded. Here in Arizona, unfortunately, it's not that bad. Wow. It's not like that. Yeah. Well, not only that, you'll yeah. find stuff that was recorded that is just Junk. clearly not, <laughs> not, yeah. not yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Like we don't have county surveyors review all the plats before they get recorded and stuff. Whereas in California, for example, like everything goes through a very extensive review process before it's even allowed to be recorded i was just doing a project in tempe by asu yeah and the survey this is a couple of years ago and the surveyor had to go to the public records in the city of tempe mm. to find the records of starting points and twist points sure. and in order to get access to that he had to have certain documentation maybe that was a city ordinance might have been yeah yeah well yeah. that have some credentials or something to, that to is, access that information but again once yeah. you record that once you upload that information, that survey, other people are going to be working off of your monuments, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to have it right. Yeah, but it sounds like in yeah. Puerto Rico, who, like, who manages or <coughs> polices the quality yeah. of the surveys? Yeah. Who, uh, who crosses the T's and dots the I's? Who makes sure that people are doing things properly? Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> Ruth does. Ruth. Yeah, yeah Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's She'd a be good at it. Right? She, yeah. <laughs> she would. We're going to create a new job for Ruth. <laughs> but there's a law that says that she was actually i'm sorry what she was i was what she's the to this date the first and only state surveyor no way wow. what yep how really she was how, how did that happen yeah. well <laughs> well i was um i was the director of the land surveyor's office in puerto rico but then this, the new government came. 2015, right? 2016. 16. The new government came and they decided to, just for political reasons, they decided to shut down everything that the previous government established. Oh my gosh. Established. Yeah, there was a change in. Uh, in, in the mm. political mm -hmm. party. Yeah, in the party. In, in charge, yeah. You know. So that. 
I was removed from office, but they never chose somebody from their their party. Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. Now, and and people Politics. don't understand this really affects the banking. It affects the economy when this when they don't have this stabilization when they don't have those boundaries, when they don't have those records, when they don't build on each other's shoulders, then you get yep. instability. It's yep. very frustrating. So instability, there's a lot right. that says that every professional <clears throat> is responsible for their job they do or for the work they do. So if I submit apply to the government agency in charge of permits, there's nobody on the other side that's going to check if my job is being done oh correctly. Mm. Yeah, if I stamp it, it's it's my problem. Yeah, because the problem, the, the thing is that, and a lot of these agencies where you submit your plats, mm-hmm. there isn't a surveyor. There's they don't have a licensed surveyor. Mm. So even if they if they wanted to, they can't check your work. Mm-hmm. Mm. So when you become a, a licensed surveyor properly, you get a, a registration number, right? It's mm-hmm. assigned to you. But then you have these other non-licensed surveyors out there doing surveys. They're not setting property corners then right or are they setting corners and not putting a cap on it that's the thing we don't have monumentation okay uh we are not obligated to monuments to set boundaries you do it because it's the best practice yeah yeah but but mm. we don't have any standards of practice that say you have to monument we're working that's something actually uh that the association and the institute is working towards. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But that these people that I said that they work without a license, yeah. there is somebody that is signed in their plats. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, that, there's someone that never went to the field and never checked their work and is just stamping those plats. Oh, boy. Wow. Interesting. Fuzzy. Wow. All right, so I got to ask, you mentioned the 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 hurricane coming in and that project, what's the most exciting or the most interesting kind of project you guys have worked on in the last few years that, that you really want to talk about. That's really kind of cool. And believe me, going to the archives and finding the, the, the plot from 18, whatever is, is pretty freaking cool. But uh, can you give us any other examples? Which one do you think it's your favorite? I think, because I, I, we have traveled the whole island. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, right. From the mountains to the coast. <laughs> and and when you do a job and a couple of years later, you see the new building or the new house or the new road. You're like, I was part of that. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're the essential uh, part. Right. Yeah. What about the most complex or which one had the most problems that you had to work through? That's... I mean, I know all, that's every single one. <laughs> they all have problems, but for me personally, I really love the whole research part of like, of boundary surveying. Um, you feel like a detective. In some oh, ways. sure, yeah. And I think the Aguadilla. The, oh yes. Yeah, I think the surveying the. the well, tell us about it, that. It was, there was a... Well, we cannot get into every detail. Uh, you know, don't use any no. names. You know, you can gloss We'd over the you. details. <laughs> and, you, know, we, you know, we'll sign an NDA. Uh, there was a controversy with a road that has been historically been used, used publicly mm. for like, like 100 years. Well, yeah. Okay. And since the Spain, since the Spaniards uh-huh. were in the island. Oh, right. Right. okay. Since before okay. this 
we we were invaded by the U.S. So a new developer, a new developer, developer came and bought some land, and um, right next to the said road. Okay. And there was this controversy if that road was public, if it was private land, if if it was part of a railroad or the the old railroad. Mm -hmm. And we were able to figure out the ownership and where it was supposed to be. After many extensive hours of research. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <sighs> that was one of that, that was one that where we really had to dig very, very deep. And that's where history performing and, interviews yeah. and everything. Oh, that's cool. And this is that was real de real detective work. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and the history of Puerto Rico is is fascinating. I, I have a little bit of background in history. And I want to sincerely apologize what happened in 1897, I think it was. 98. In 98 and the whole thing. I have a, actually a connection. I was born and raised in Prescott. And some of the uh, Rough Riders that went with Theodore Roosevelt were from my hometown. Huh. And there's actually a huge monument, monument to a guy named Bucky O'Neill who was killed as he was fighting in uh, San Juan Hill. Really? So, yeah. Oh my so, that's, I think that's in Cuba, but it was all part of the same. That's so, crazy. But guess what? I apologize, and hopefully that just solves the whole problem right there. Oh, <laughs> all these <sure>. answers. <laughs> no all worries. Done. All gone. All oh, good. Down in the past. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about the future. What are you guys excited about coming up in the next few years? I mean, where where do you see the direction of the company? And uh, talk a little bit about what what the next five years looks like. Hopefully, I can retire in five years. No. No. I've been working since I'm 17. I'm exhausted. No, no, no you can't get burnt out yet. <laughs> Ruben's like, no, 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 way too early. <laughs> At least let Ruben get licensed. Yeah, exactly. Right? You got to sign off on his paperwork first. Yeah. No, uh, for me, for example, personally, in five years, I hope I'm licensed in five years. That's uh, the goal. So. To be licensed, uh, maybe the boss makes you a partner. I don't know. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> maybe uh, if she's nice enough. But no, uh, we really we're really looking forward to start to the whole beginning to work with a U.S. Army Corps engineer. That's huge. That's huge for us because here in Puerto Rico, in Puerto Rico, there aren't there aren't uh, there, I think there's only about one or two big firms that you can actually say they're big firms uh, all the other firms yeah. are mid mediums to small size and there's just a lot of surveyors that's just them and maybe one helper and that they do their work right so there's not many f surveying firms in, in the island so for us to have that contract means that if we do a good job obviously which we will uh since we, that's what we have Ruth for we that It'll, it'll help us grow, and that's something we're, we're looking forward to. Yeah. yeah. And do you see a lot of opportunity for growth in Puerto Rico? Yeah, definitely. Uh, these next 10 years are key because mm. right now, since all the disasters, Hurricane Maria, there were some earthquakes down south, Hurricane Fiona, there's a lot, a lot of disaster relief funds coming in. So these next 10 years wow. are really going to be key. Interesting. You know, yeah. There's a lot of work. How do you guys a reconstruction going yeah. on? Yeah. How do you keep up with um, the advancement of technology? Like, what what are the best resources? You know, I mean, it, it's it's hard enough to keep up 
with with what's happening, you know, whether it be the hardware, the software, what have you. But um, you know, even seeing you guys, you know, in Canada, you know, at the, at that conference was so cool. And there was some, you know, some some good presenters there, obviously talking about technologies, talking about a lot of different things. But what 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 are some of the resources that you guys use? Well, I mean, we we have we kind of have everything. We have access to all the new technology. We use. Uh, we don't right now. We don't have a. Uh, we don't use mobile lidar. But mm-hmm. There are some firms in the island that use mobile lidar. Uh, that they're using drone for drone lidar, drone photogrammetry, three D laser scanning, BIM, all of that. So we in the island we are keeping up with all of that technology. We're using civil three D or maybe a Revit, Cyclone, all all those new. Programs it's and, more expensive for us to that's acquire the thing. that yeah. technology. That's the hard part. Yeah. Since right now here in the Puerto Rico, we don't charge the same as maybe in the States. Sure. So Yeah, I remember when we we're going to buy a, a robotic total station. Yeah. I remember that the sales lady, she said, <laughs> because I said it's too expensive for us right now. At that moment, we couldn't afford it. Yeah. And she said, but, but with the first job, you... You're like, no. You're like, no. You can get what you, what you invested. No. Right. I'm like, how much do you think I charge for this for me? <laughs> oh, man. So you, 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 you have the same problems we have. It's challenging in that yeah. part, yeah. but we do have access to all the technology yeah. that you have in the States. And, yeah. and some firms here in Puerto Rico, they have it. Because yeah. they have been established longer than us. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What else you got, Rex? Anything else? I just think this is so fascinating, especially to, we have this connection with Puerto Rico. We've got the history, and we have all of the funding. You've got you've got FHA funding for any real estate transactions there, just like if you were in Arizona. You've got the title companies for title insurance. You've got a county recorders. Yes, how do you guys do the recordation? Is it one recorder? Is one recorder per county? How do you guys do that? I was because seventy-eight counties. How do you, where do you, where do you guys go to record something? You go to the property registry. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's like a recorder's regions. office. I remember the the exact amount. Are there seventy-eight different recording offices, or how many? No, no. no. Okay, one so, per region. One per region. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's and, right. and how, that's good how many regions? It's about about seven or eight. Okay, I think, okay, on the mm-hmm. island. Okay, so that cleared that up. But most of them are not up to date with yeah. registering the property. Okay, so now this is where I'm going with this. If you want bank financing and they can get title insurance, if you want the cha-ching, the cash to come, it's there. But the surveys and the legal descriptions and the public records have to be accessible and honest and enforceable. That's another thing. The beauty of surveying and having property boundaries is you have an element of security called trespass. And when you own property, you have a right and you have a responsibility. Every time you have a right, I want to hear the responsibility. The right is nobody steps across your property because that's a criminal trespass. That's what it is. Mm. Number two, the responsibility is to pay the daggum taxes. Pay the property taxes because they're going to pay the police officer that you're going to call and say, this guy's breaking into my house. Mm. And now you've got a society. They, the property taxes pay for paving of those roads. The property taxes pay for the sewer, the water, the infrastructure. It is the key. And guess what? If you can have accurate legal descriptions that people can trust, you're going to get foreign investors 
to come in and buy property. And when they do that, they pay cash, they start building, and guess what? They help pay those property guess taxes. Guess what? Then they start paying me more for surveys. That's right, right. because <laughs> now you've got a demand. And yes. so we got to put this on the burner for all of the bankers, all of the title insurance. They got the money, guys. Yep. They got yeah. the money. If they understand that these people are the key, then we can get them the money that they deserve. That's yep. what we got to do. 100%. 100%. So Ruth, Ruben, anything else? Uh, yeah, what else do you want to get out there? Get out there that we haven't talked about? I've really enjoyed this conversation, by the way. When are you going to come to Puerto Rico? Oh, yeah. Hey, all we need is an invitation. Waiting for an invite. <laughs> so all we we can need. travel. All this can pack up in a nice little suitcase, <laughs> and we can be there as long as we need to. Yep, just let us right know. Right now it's very warm. Is it? Uh, right now, sorry. No. It's very hot. Yeah. Like, guess what? Not like Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> yeah. We're going to hit 116. Yeah. 116, 116 tomorrow. We, that's that's actually. 112, actual, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my wait, gosh. 116, that's actual temperature, or yes. that's how yeah. it feels? No, 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 no. Actual, actual temperature. temperature. Yeah. So it feels oh, like 130. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 well, no, we don't have any humidity, so it's, yeah. it, it feels it's, like it, it's about 3% humidity because it hasn't rained in 147 days. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. We yeah. have a lot of humidity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah so there step is... Out of, you night. step out of the shower and you're already sweating. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I know what that feels like. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never been to Puerto Rico and I want to go to Let's Puerto do it. Rico. Oh, yeah. It's sure. absolutely yeah. beautiful. We can get a yeah. travel show and get a camera out there, people surveying. And yeah, okay. we're working on it. You know, what, the drone. How, you know how many times I've thought about that? We're working Just on have it. like this traveling show where you'd like go around and interview surveyors from all over the world. That's a great yeah. idea. Oh, and wow. get the drone stuff and shoot, shoot yeah. stuff and get people to totally invest. What, what we need is capital investment. We can do this because hmm? uh, I used to be a mortgage banker. Yep, and I, then, I know they've got the money. Yep. And I used to be in title insurance, and I know they got you the money. The money. <laughs> yeah. So we, we'll get them to sponsor it. We'll do it. Yeah. All right, guys. So I got well, one last question that I always ask everybody. You guys ready? Do you okay. have a mantra that you live by? <laughs> oh, well, uh, she has a couple. Um, I do have we always couple. tease her in the office. Uh, she's, she's always, you got to write everything I say down. <laughs> that's one of them. That's good. That's, that's not good. a mantra. That's, that's it. I like I it. it. I like it. They think they have a, a memory of I don't know. Privilege. Oh, yeah, she says, oh you have a privileged memory. Oh. Yeah. That's not a mantra <laughs> though. That's no, direction. No, that makes it. If I say oh. it, write it down. Those are words yep. to live by. I can tell you that. Yeah. 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 How about you, Um, I like to live by. Uh, well, I just I like to keep things more relaxed i guess um i'm the more relaxed one in the house um, <laughs> i can see that <laughs> yeah uh i like to say like if it if you can't if you can't i forget how it, how it goes in english because i know it in spanish i'm sorry this language barrier right say it say it <laughs> in spanish say it in spanish uh, i'm trying i'm gonna say it in english okay so if you can't fix it, yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah. Only if, worry. And if you can fix it, why worry about Only it? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Only worry about what you can control. There yep. you go. Right? Same yeah. thing. I love it. And in, re in reality, what can you control? Well, that's true. So true. So you shouldn't worry about anything. Then, in that case. <laughs> no. Yeah. Only the stuff that you can fix. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah I like it. Yeah. Good stuff. We'll add it to the list. Yeah. It's a keeper. Absolutely. Hey, guys, remember. 
next year, March. Yeah. Puerto Rico and Puerto Rican International Surveying Congress. You guys Ooh. are invited. We are. Hey, Roadshow. Careful what you wish for. Roadshow. <laughs> I can feel it coming. Yeah. I got to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I no, love it. Count us Who in for that. the guest room for you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> per diem and set up. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. Well, thank you guys so much. This has been such a great conversation. I'm so glad we were able to make this happen. And uh, Rex, thanks for being here. Thank you, guys. It's been Appreciate great. Appreciate you letting me sit in. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. Are we ready? Are we ready? Oh, you're waiting on me? Yeah. I mean, you music. know, <laughs> like <laughs> usual, we gotta, you, you got to take us out. All right. I think I got it. The music is Boom. always the there important part. There you go. Rock on, man. All right. Good to meet you guys. Thanks again, guys. It's been great. All right. It's been great. Anybody listening, if you want to be a guest on a future show, shoot us an email at info at the You get extra special treatment if you invite us to your homeland, like Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. There you go. Hey, you're coming to Puerto Rico. You're a guest on the show. <laughs> and you put us We're up. Oh, even yeah. better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, other than that, Disturbed, Down with the Sickness, available everywhere. I don't have my show notes, so I am flying blind right now. Um, uh, I would say uh, if you can fix it, fix it. If you can't, don't worry, don't about, worry about it. it. And <laughs> write everything down that I yeah. said. Write everything down that Ruth yeah. says. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, everybody, be safe and healthy. Oh, wow. Perfect. Perfect. I have your email and contact info.